episode 286 of Aussie Tells All. Welcome back, Ryan, on the podcast this morning. Thank you, Oz. Hello, hello. Hello. All right. How, how, how are we this morning? Oh, I'm hanging in there. Living <laughs> off coffee right now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Well, um, Gonzaga um, did play on Saturday down in Phoenix against 25-ranked Texas Tech um, mm-hmm. in the Jerry Colangelo uh, <laughs> Classic and uh, they took care of the business, and uh, they won by a score of 69 to 55. Thoughts on the atmosphere and also the game as well? Oh, the atmosphere was great. You know, it had that big-time game feel, I think. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Texas Tech played us well through the first half, and then hmm. uh, second half, you know, they kind of pulled, pulled back in, but then we decided to uh, do what we do best and pull away and – you know, they just had no answers. They couldn't shoot the th- – I mean, Texas Tech couldn't shoot the three really at all. They hit some in the second half, but that was about yeah. it. But other than that, they had no ma- – they were no match offensively for Gonzaga. Yeah. Yeah, Texas, Texas Tech um, plays really, re- really, really good defense. Oh, yes. Um, like, they make the game look ugly. They make the best team in the country look ugly. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, they, Gonzaga, Gonzaga over there is assumed that they can play any style of basketball you want to play, so – yeah, so they got the job done easily. Oh, yeah. Now, exactly. Now, individual statistic lines of, of note for the Zags. Andrew Nemhard played 40 minutes the whole game, <coughs> 16 points, six assists, three steals, four from eight, four from, eight from three point line. Also, his uh, very great game on Saturday afternoon or morning. Yeah, there was no stopping that man. <laughs> he was uh, he was in his own world. So, it was, which was great to see, obviously. Um, yeah. You know, Nemhard just played smart in that game. He played well mm-hmm. defensively. He he made smart moves offensively. I don't know if you saw a player where he did that step back to – he does a lot of step backs to get that space. Yeah, watch the game. So, I, I think I saw the Oh, yeah. He did a step back on three and knocked <laughs> it over the guy. It was great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, solid game for Nemhard for sure. Exactly. And then we have Rasir Bolton, 32, 32 minutes off the uh, starting, and then he had 15 points, five from, <clears throat> from three-point line. Just an assassin from the deep. Thoughts on his game as well. Well, we better thank him or thank him for helping out in that game for sure. Yeah, he uh, yeah. he started. He got the train rolling on the three pointers. So yeah. Uh, yeah, he was a huge help in that game. He he came up big when he needed to. He knows mm-hmm. Texas Tech. He played against him for years on end at oh, Iowa yeah. State. So, did you see the coach for the uh, Mark Adams said he did not want to see him play ever again against his, his team? Well, yeah, he's, he's a nemesis against against his teams. He's he knows what kind of he knows what kind of game. Yes, it's a nightmare game plan. Yeah. You're going to guy who's a blazing speed across the court. who can shoot the three. You can take you inside. Played yeah. pretty dang good defense. So, oh yeah, and he's yeah. fast as hell too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Blazing speed. Yep, he's yep. Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> spinning around in circles, I guess. Right. <laughs> but yes, yes. Uh, but uh, and finally, off the bench, we have. Anton Watson, ten points off the bench, off in his game as well. Oh, ends the court, yeah, solid man. He he contributed what he needed to do, and that's what we needed from him, and worked out. Yeah, what you don't see here is a line from <laughs> Drew Timmy or Chet because uh, they didn't really pass the ball to Chet or Drew um, for some reason in this game. Your thoughts on on that? Why why that happened out that way? They didn't have to. Yeah. Look what everybody else around them was contributing. I mean, Chet and Drew had probably, I bet they were thinking in their heads, like, man, this is just a nice, easy, chill game right now. I don't have to do much of anything. Yeah. He's probably happy that he got to see everybody else doing something. A little off day for them. <laughs> yeah. And Drew still, I think he, didn't he get more than 10 points in that game? 
No. No? Okay. No, they didn't play much. Uh, yeah, but it's all good, though. It's a win to win. It's all we care about. It's a team effort, not two guys. Exactly, so. exactly. <clears throat> all right, now we get some team stats. Let's get into these stat lines here. Team stats, field goal percentage, Gonzaga 43% and Tech at 38%. Oh, well, I mean, not surprised with Tech. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was solid, so yeah. I'll take yep. it. Yep. Um, now, three-point percentage, Gonzaga had uh, 42%, Texas had 32%, Gonzaga <laughs> hit 13 threes in the game. Season high. Oh, and Gonzaga can't shoot threes, right? Right. It's just a matter <laughs> It's a matter of finding the rhythm Yeah. to doing that, you know? And I'm right. sure, obviously, Few has been working with them on doing that, figuring yeah. that out, because – to make it to the national title game, you got to have three point shooting oh, still there, yeah. not as much as right. most, but you still got to have it. You know, so yeah. it seems like they've been working on it and then working on it. And then yesterday's game, you know, I know we'll go into that, but yeah, you know, it seems like they're still doing, they're still working on it, and they're getting better with it. So, oh yeah, for sure. Yep. Now, stat, I think stat team stat of the game. I think this is free throw percentage. Uh, Gonzaga eighty percent. And Tech at fifty four percent, I think, was the name of the game right there as well. <laughs> yeah, Tech was hitting clunkers on the free throw, that's for sure. Um, yeah, we did. We yeah. did better on free throws, that's for sure. That's great. Yeah. I'll take that anytime. Yeah. We, we 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 took ten shots and made eight of them. So. Take it. <laughs> only took only took ten free throws the whole game. That's pretty crazy. But and Drew, yeah, I think Drew hit a couple of free throws in that too. So oh, he he's been he's back on track on his free throws. He's been back on. He's getting better. Yeah. Since the beginning of the year, when he was like missing every every one of them, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you guys, yeah, absolutely now. Turnovers are great for Gonzaga now. The last couple of games now, uh, Gonzaga had nine and Tech had twelve, so not too bad Ooh. on both sides, I guess. Yeah, that's not, not bad. bad. Not too bad there. Um, mm-hmm. Assist wise, GU had fifteen and Tech had nine, so that's pretty good uh, for the Zags there as well. On that, not department. surprising. Yeah, rebounds tied thirty-two, thirty-two apiece, so pretty even squad, I guess. So I'm not, I'm not sure why. I, I'm not sure why we uh, tied them, but. Rebound wise, yeah, I don't know. I felt like we got more rebounds, but maybe not. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Now the blocks was three to one on Gonzaga's side. No surprise there mm-hmm. because they got Chet on the side <laughs> and he got three on the other side. Uh, steals Gonzaga had six, Tech had three, so that's mm-hmm. that's pretty good there. And finally, the foul situation. 14 for Gonzaga, 11 for Texas Tech. So yeah. pretty, pretty low, pretty low fouls. I, I would say in this game, yeah. And compared to most of our games we play, actually let them play for once. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, any any final thoughts um, that I may have missed or plays I missed um, during uh, for that game? Texas Tech. Well, I think stat wise, you got it all right. I don't right. think you missed anything. Obviously, um, yeah. Yeah, no yeah, that no. I mean, it was just. <clears throat> solid game, solid performance. What we needed to get, you know, we needed that confidence booster. Yeah. Got it. So, yeah, I'm happy. Exactly. Now we move on to <laughs> last night's throttling of <laughs> Northern Arizona Lumberjacks, oh, who pl- Gonzaga played host, humble host, <clears throat> Lumberjacks last night, and uh, the Zags crushed by a score of 95 to 49 <laughs> victory. Uh, thoughts on the game. <sighs> I mean, yeah, I know. I gave him 
and the predictions, I gave him a lot more points than I should have. And I was yeah. just trying to be nice. I was trying to give trying him to be benefit nice. of the doubt. And, yeah, that didn't the work holidays out. and all that stuff, you know? Yeah, but now, now I'm not going to be like that anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Northern Arizona, I knew they weren't going to you know, yeah. win, obviously. I mean, I thought they'd score a little bit more points than they did. But, sure. um, yeah, no, I mean, their superstar is that Jalen Cone guy, man. He's pretty good. He was good in the first uh, half, and then he got bottled up the half. So. Yeah, they shut him down. He got 17 points, though, still. That's still pretty good. Yeah, 19 points. GU transfer total. prospect. Yeah. I was joking. Um, <laughs> but, no, yeah, that was a solid performance. I mean, Chet, man, mm-hmm. he just lit it up, man. Three-pointer yeah. after three-pointer and getting yeah. blocks and rebounds and yeah. being aggressive. And Drew did what he had to do. And So, everybody all around just had a great game. So. I was going to say that, yeah, Chet Holmgren had 26 minutes. <clears throat> Of play, twenty points. It's just like nuclear high, nuclear high. Yep. Nine boards, three blocks, including three, 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 threes on top of the key, uncontested by, <laughs> uncovered. I, I should say. Um, I was, I was like, uh, if you're open, you know, let it fly, and then nothing better than that, you know. Well, they literally, if you look at the defense in Northern Arizona, they literally moved everybody to the wing and left yeah. hit Chet right on the perimeter, just white by himself. I'm like, what are you guys doing? You can't. Go ahead, let him shoot. He'll make it. You guys and think because he's a big guy, he ain't going to make it. No, he shoots hell, threes. Drew had a three-pointer at the top of the key, too. What tape, too so. Right, and what tape are they watching? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, number one, one the number one prospect in the country coming in. Uh, might want to see if you want to, you know, put him in miss, on you know. Did they mistake an old-school Sean Bradley tapes with his? And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, and Drew Timmy, 22 minutes of play, also didn't play that much as well, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, but but he had 14 points though, awesome. Mm-hmm. 14 points yep. also. Not surprised. Yep. And then finally, off the bench, Anton Watson, 17 points in 18 minutes. Yes, sir. And one nasty putback dunk off his missed free throw. Yep. Give up, never give up, kids. On the plays. You know. Nope. Can't quit. Yeah, he was awesome last night. He was player of the game for sure, in my mind. Um, he just got the – like, his defense was crazy. He had, like, a couple of steals, I think, too, on the – a nice pass. So, he mm-hmm. was active last night. Oh, yeah. I wish he would have um, – that Texas Tech game, when he went for that dunk, I wish he would have made that dunk so he could, you know, Thanos that guy. He was about to take his soul, <laughs> man, a soul, soul stone. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the – of the baseline dunk from Hunter Salas last night. Oh, I'm not surprised. He's athletic, man. He can get yeah. up there and dunk. He just got to get. He's just got to get his opportunity to do it. Yeah. And he did it. So yeah, I'm not surprised he did that. Yeah, but here are the um, overwhelming stats from last night's team stats from last night's game. Um, Northern Arizona field goal percentage 32. Oh, percent They made 21 shots of 55 attempts. 65 mm. attempts out. Gonzaga. 55% percentage, 33 of 60. That's really mm-hmm. not surprising at all. They're just fantastic. Yep. Three-point percentage, Northern Arizona, 5 for 22, 23% <laughs> shooting from three. Gonzaga <laughs> shot 10-22 for 45, 45%. Yep. And then uh, free throw shooting, Arizona, two for three, 67%. Still, I think I'm losing it here. We're back. Okay, I was saying free throw was free throws was uh, they had two for three, two for three for the whole night for them, and we had uh, nineteen for twenty three. Eighty two percent, 
83%. So um, that's really good. Again, back-to-back games with that. Turnovers was amazing last night. GU with five and zero in the second half. No turnovers in the second half. That's, a, that's awesome to see that. And they had 18. So <laughs> you're not going to win a lot of games when you have 18 turnovers in a game. Yeah, that's, that's really good <laughs> for us. Yeah, yeah. 14 assists oh. to 10 assists um, for Gonzaga. Rebounds. We lost three rebounds by three, by three, unfortunately. I'm not sure how that happens. But, yeah, that's odd. Uh, blocks, though, 7-3 to three for Gonzaga. <laughs> Uh, steals nine to three for Gonzaga, and then finally fouls nineteen to ten in favor of the Arizona. They had nineteen fouls, we had ten. So Oof. another great game for us on fouls, I guess too. So that's really yeah. good. good there as well. All right, um, go back to my notes here. Okay, um, um, any, any final, final final thoughts on this just slaughter of a of a game here? Uh, that's just, just exactly what it was. I don't really have any thoughts on it. I mean, there's not yeah. much I can dissect from that game. I mean, it's right. like a blew them out, and there's mm-hmm. Northern Arizona didn't come to play. That's just all I can say. They hung for like the first like maybe two minutes, I think, of the game. Wow. And after that, they're like, uh, we're, we're good. We're, we're good here. But all we're the good. all those smaller, all those teams, they all yeah. do. All the teams that are not that good, they all do that. They'll, they'll stick around for a few minutes, and after that, just the depth doesn't, there's no depth for them. <laughs> so they have nobody else to. Or if yeah. they're on shooters or anything like that, you know? It's only... Yeah. I love High Star when he says, We got a game, folks. Nah. Uh, no, we don't. So, bro, how many <laughs> games have you broadcasted? Too where, many. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the only game we had, we really broke a sweat against or not a great team is Tarleton. That's it. Yep. Yep. And they're actually pretty decent. I've been kind of looking at their scores, and they've been winning some games. So. Oh, yeah? That's good. Yeah. I think they're up like four and six or something like that. Five. Oh, there you go. There you go. All right, now we have some questions from Joe. All right. Um, he asks, what are your thoughts about Mark Few getting the Team USA gig uh, for the Olympics? Repeat that. Sorry, you're cutting out a little bit. Sorry. Um, what are your thoughts on Mark Few um, getting the Team USA basketball coaching um, job there? Oh, yeah, I'm happy for him. That's great. I mean, he should have got it. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the best coaches in the country, pro or college. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to help, help, you know, get that team running good for the Olympics. So, yep, in 2024 in Paris, France. Yeah, so. got a while. <laughs> <laughs> got a little bit. Got a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. He also asks Gonzaga finally beat Texas Tech, improves 25, 6 and 9 with, versus the Big 12 all time. Mark Few also tied Dick Whitmore all-time college basketball wins list with 639 last night. Um, how much longer do you think he'll he'll coach? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think a lot longer. I mean... Maybe 10, 15 years, maybe? Yeah, I'd say somewhere in there, because he's, what, in his 60s right now? It, so if maybe, that, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Maybe, or maybe close to 60. Yeah, close to it, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I'd say 10, 15 more years, and then I think he'll hire somebody either on a staff that he has or it'd be outsourced, you know, but yep. I think it'd be in the staff. I think Michelson yep. probably, if anybody, if he's still there by that time. Yeah. There, unless he gets a coaching gig, which I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Exactly. Uh, but you also got a, uh, yeah, I don't know if he, if Michelson leaves and I think he'll be outside this, the university at that point. That's just me. I can't, can't come back on over. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Um, yeah, let's see. Mark Few. I just wanted to see. He is age. Uh, he is fifty-eight. So close. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty young still. Yeah, it's still pretty young. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, look at Coach K. He's what eighty something, and he still looks like he's in his sixties or seventies, and he's still yeah, he looks good for his age, you know. Yeah, man. So I mean, you could probably maybe go a little bit longer, fifteen to twenty years, maybe. If he wants to, yeah. He wants to, yeah. His drive is there. (laughs) Exactly. All right, now Gonzaga has attempted, um, has not attempt, not attempted. More more threes than twos in a basketball game since December 2017. Will they live by the three this year? Repeat it again because it's cutting out here for some reason on my end. I'm sorry. Mm. Gonzaga um, has not attempted more threes than two. Has not attempted more threes than twos this year in a basketball game since 2017. Will they live by the three this year, Gonzaga? No. No, I don't think so. I don't yeah, think they so. Have- They'll mix it. Yeah, let me mix it up. I agree with that one. Um, now, four college basketball teams have been ranked number one in the country this year. Yes. Eight people, Gonzaga, Duke, Baylor, and Purdue. At the end of the year, how many schools do you think will we'll have number one? Uh, number one? Ooh, that's a fun question. Ooh, yeah. Well, with conference play coming in. Yeah, I'm going to say, because I, I don't see Baylor going undefeated. Yeah, I see they'll lose either to maybe Kansas or maybe uh, Texas Tech could surprise them. Um, yeah. Other than that, West Virginia is a dark horse to beat them. Um, Texas, Texas, uh, maybe um, <laughs> <laughs> they barely beat Stanford, so I'm not going right. to put them in the mix right now. Um, sure. Yeah, I'd say maybe three or four more teams. Maybe we'll go number one. I think Gonzaga will be back at number one eventually. I think I think when everything, I think for me, it might be like four. I think four might be the max. I think Gonzaga yeah. will take over here shortly. I think you know. Oh yeah, and everybody's gonna make that excuse. Oh, they play in the WCC. They play nobody. <laughs> Get out of here! This this league yeah. has potential for a four bid, and every expert saying it. So I don't want to hear. Don't want to hear it. Yeah, there's a lot of fools out there talking smack. You know, it's trolls, but, man. It's a lot of trolls. Yes, you know about those trolls. Uh, but why do you think uh, Drew Timmy is considered to people as a douchebag to other people around the country? I don't know. I don't. I don't think of him as a douchebag at all, man. He's well, cool dude. Yeah. I think. I don't know. He, he's con- he's confident. You know, he's he's confident, and people don't. They think they exude confidence for arrogance, and that's not who yeah. he is. He's just confident in what he does and who he is as a person. Yeah. You know, the stash thing. I think people think that's. You know, an arrogant gimmick. Well, I think I like it. I, <laughs> I have no problem hilarious. with it. Yeah, I think it's, it's hilarious. It's great, it's man. Came yeah. that up himself. It's great. Yeah, exactly. um, but yeah, so I don't think. Yeah, me personally, I don't think he's a douchebag. He seems like I don't know him personally, but he seems like a good guy from on TV and stuff. Yeah, he's. So. I think I think it was just people like people, I guess, not here. I think they they probably think he's a douchebag. Joe's Joe's view. I think, I think if he was on the team, he would love the team, I would say. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, we go to the NBA, a couple of things from the NBA here, and then we'll add on food corn. Um, so, Kobe Bryant is the only guard in history. At least can be all-star games, and at least, at least 10 all different teams. He asks, the NBA always remember Kobe Bryant every single year. 
Hello? I, I can now, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think, I think they should. I mean, Kobe's a legend, man. He, he's yeah. one of the greatest players of all time, whether you like it or not. I mean, he mm-hmm. led his teams to championships. He scored. I mean, he scored lots of points. He, uh, he did everything he needed to be a good player. So, yeah, I think they should. I, I get there. All right. This is just an opinion, opinion of yours, but uh... – Also, most dominant duo since 1982, in your opinion. Who's been the NBA's most dominant duo since 1982? Ooh, that's a good one. I like this, but this is going to be a good one. My answer is either. Let me yours, if you like. I'm going to say Tim Duncan and David Robinson. Twin oh. Towers. Oh. They're up there. They're up there. Yeah. It's uh, Jordan and Pippen, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, yeah. You can have a lot of. There's a lot of good duos, though, man. You can't just pick them alone. Or like one of, one of the top. Yeah. Of them all Peyton and Ken. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, Drexler and uh, Hakeem. Uh, Hakeem. Yeah. Hakeem and uh, who's a, or Charles Barkley and Elijah Wan. Oh, no, not Barkley, because he was there nah, when he was late no. in his career. Right. No, Elijah Wan for sure. And who else was on that team? Uh, Kenny Smith. Kenny Smith. He, yeah. He's uh, no, yeah. I'm not, a, not a fan. Yeah, but he was um, a good player, though. Just because of the rings they've got. Um, also, Kobe were pretty good too in their time as well. So, oh, yeah. that's a good, yeah, that's another good duo, man. Another yeah. really good one. So, yeah, I personally just enjoy watching Duncan and Robinson together. It was just a lot of fun to watch those two. Just... Did, did you say fun or boring? I, no, I, it was fun. Fun. Okay. Yeah, it was fun, fun watching those two dominating the interior. Ha <laughs> <laughs> That was boring. Um, moving on to better things here. Um, now, name your top five NBA teams right now, and are you considering the Cavs that is the top five? No, not yet. Um, number one right now. Let me see. I'm going to go five to one, so I'm trying to think here. Okay. Although, I don't know, man. It's a fun one. I hate these things. Um, <laughs> puts me on the spot. makes me think about it. Right, uh, right. Let's see. Let me think about it for a minute. Okay. So, so I'll say right now, I would say probably number one, and I don't like this team at all, but I'm going to say Brooklyn, yeah. the Nets, probably the number Net, one. Number one. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they got probably, I think they get the best record right now. So hmm. put them at one. I think, I think the Warriors will probably be at two, just edging the Suns. Okay. Suns will be at three for me. At four, I'm going to say probably utah okay and then number five i'm gonna say not quite there with cleveland so i'm gonna pick i'm gonna put milwaukee in there for right now okay well um i'm going number one golden state number two phoenix number three brooklyn number four i'm taking philadelphia number five i'm taking, I'm taking uh, milwaukee bucks number five taking philly huh right. yep yep going philly yep all right, now this is the last NBA question. This is a stat name. This player. Now I was not close, so I doubt you'll get it either. But you never know. He leads the NBA in dunks among non-big men, players with 34 dunks. This player is listed at six six and is doing this in only 17 and a half minutes off the bench. Oh man. 
These are stats I have no idea. Let me think about it, though. Okay. Western Conference team. Well, I'll give you that much. Western Conference. Yep. Okay. I think. Non-big men. Yeah, so he's 6'6". Six, six. Okay. 6'6". Six, six. Pretty tall, but not a, not a Well, yeah, but not like a seven-footer. Right, right. Let's see. I don't think I'll get it either, but I'm going to do my best. I okay. guess. Yeah, dunks. 6'6". Six, six. Mm-hmm. Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Whew. Uh, well, sure as hell ain't going to be a Luca. Um, <laughs> uh, let's think. Western Conference. Well, it can't be Donovan Mitchell. He's six one, so that's not him. Nope. It's him. And he plays seventeen and a half minutes a game too. So seven, only seventeen and a half. Okay. Yep. Yep. Not much. Yep. Not a much at all. Holy shit! Um, shit so. an obscure player. I think he might happen to get it. Yeah. Let's see. Dang man, that's a good one. Yep. Uh, still thinking. With the team, maybe? Would that would that give you better? No, I want. I want to just try without. Okay. Just let me guess. Let me figure okay. it out. Um, okay. Um, yeah, I guess maybe give it to the team. Oh, yeah. Houston Rockets. Oh, uh, Jalen Green. It is KJ Martin. How the hell would I know that? Uh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I told you. Not, even if I give the team, you not get this. So. I don't think I've ever even heard of him to say. Kenyon Ken, 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 Ken Martin's son. Oh, is that who? Oh, Kmart Jr. Okay, never mind. Yeah, Kmart Jr. Yeah. Hey, I think you said KJ Martin. So I was thinking, I, well, I, was I did. He, 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 he looks like KJ. But... Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, now we go to cool. what you might, well, what you know a lot is food. Yes. Um. Right, hold on. Let me after they copy one thing. Okay, here we go. All right, now, um, all right, I'll ask you this first. Christmas is coming up this week. Do you prefer Christmas fudge? Gingerbread. Hey, we're breaking out. Hang on a second. I don't know what's going on with my internet today. Hang oh. on. Okay, go ahead. Try it again. Yeah. Do you prefer. Christmas fudge or gingerbread? Uh, I'm going to go Christmas fudge. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, I love both, but fudge is like delectable, delightful. It's one of those questions where you have to choose one, even though you like them both. Right. I like gingerbread too, so yeah, I have to say fudge though. It takes the cake a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. And let me see what's next here on the agenda. Um, we have, here we go. Sugar cookie, brownies. Oh, brownies, hands down. Okay, um, I love brownies, I really do. But for Christmas, though, cookies, cookies are really, really good. So, um, definitely going with that one. Um, all right, now my friend Bree asks, what would Santa Claus prefer? Sugar cookies, hard to actually, but um, or fruit or fruit cake. 
What was the first one that kind of cut out again? Sorry. Sugar cookies. Sugar cookies. Oh, sugar cookies. Yeah. I'm not a big a fan of fruitcake. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a fan of... I think it's just nasty, actually, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I tried it once, and I never tried it again in my whole life. Kind of gross, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Next we have here is, do you prefer um, hard or soft peanut brittle? I'm going to say soft. Yeah, soft is way easier on the teeth, and it tastes better, I think, as, as well. Um, now we move on to the uh, main dish of Christmas dinner uh, for ham or prime rib. Oh, prime rib, no doubt. Prime rib, no doubt. Man, I love prime rib as well, um, but um, I love ham on Christmas for sure. The other thing that's really good at Christmas dinner is shrimp boils. Ooh, Those are really good too. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. All right. Now, um, best Christmas food for takeout. What? <laughs> I've never you, done that before. If you burnt your turkey or whatever, um, what do you have to order for takeout? If that ever actually happened, which it never has, but if it did, um, <laughs> if I had to do takeout on Christmas, which most places are probably not open. Um, yeah, true. Let me think about it for a second. Delivery. Um, An easy answer, I think. I'm going to go pizza. All right. That's that's respectable, but I'm going Chinese, though. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah, especially that's from the authentic places. Yep, yep. Yeah. All right. Last one for me is wine or champagne? Oh, wine. Wine. Yeah, I, I, I disagree. Um, just, just because wine, for me, makes me sick and stuff, so not really a fan of wine, but I love champagne. It's from uh, my friend Matt Schumann. He asks, how many blocks could you, houses could you destroy in one sitting? How many blocks of gingerbread could I destroy in one sitting? Yeah. Uh, my age now, probably not much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I could do five probably easily. Yeah, I'd say about three or four for me. Three or four, yeah. So yeah. around there. All right. This is from this is from our friend Matt Green. Mm-hmm. He asks, "What is your favorite Christmas drink?" Eggnog. Number seven. Um, my friend Matt, Matt said he loves a good Tom and Jerry. I guess it's like a mix. I guess a fancier eggnog. I guess is what his oh. grandma makes. Uh, yeah, good. yeah. All right. So this is from Joe. Um, would you rather only ever be able to eat with a knife or with a spoon? Out of all those things, I'd probably say a knife in case I had to cut something. Well, I would say spoon because I I cut like bananas, strawberries with my spoon all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's it's more it's a knife is hard to like eat a lot of things. It's only good for cutting. Spoon can put stuff in your spoon. You can put stuff on your utensil, you know. So it's a more of a multifaceted um, utensil, I think, in my opinion. But well, you know. if you, I mean, if you with a knife, you can kind of scoop with a knife, and you kind of hold it with your finger a little bit, and then just carefully mm-hmm. put it in your mouth. Eh. Might, uh, the way I, the reason why I said knife is because if you're eating like this steak or something, are you gonna be able to cut a steak with your spoon? What we do is you pick it up with your hands, eat it, eat it with your hands. So <laughs> you could. that's what that's what you do. That's what uh, you do. 
That's yeah, what you true. do. Yeah. Yeah, true. I, I really, I really <laughs> use stick anyway, so it wouldn't be a huge issue in my part. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not that. Um, he also asks, would you rather live in a world without French fries or a world without pizza? Oh, come on. We got to do this to me. Uh, that's um, a well, easy, easy answer. It. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm just going to have to say a world without French fries. There you go. That's the right answer. Right I there. love French fries a lot and I yeah. love pizza a lot, but yeah, if I had to choose, yeah. Pizza. Yeah, fries can be fries either good can. or bad because fries can be oversalted or not salted enough. So, you know, True. you never know with French fries. Good point. Joe, I guess. Yeah. Um, also from Joe, this is a tough one as well. So, um, mm. Hagen Dawes or Ben and Jerry's, which is better than why? And oh, why? Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. yeah. And the fla- they're more, f- to me, they're more flavorful and they're more packed with the goods in it. Yeah, I agree with that. Ben Jerry's is hands down my favorite. All time for sure. Absolutely. They make for good milkshakes. You make homemade milkshakes with them. Oh, really? I've not oh, done yeah. that. Yeah. I've done it a few times. Fantastic. All right. Um, all right. This is from my friend Ryan Lund, who I do the movie pods with now. Mm-hmm. Um, which food can more easily greatly surpass expectations, a burrito or a fajita? I'm going to say burrito. Okay. Um, it's going to be more with a burrito than a fajita. Yeah, burrito I think has low, um, low bar, and go and high, higher results. I think. Higher ceiling. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Tongue tied there. Mm-hmm. All right. This is also from. Wait, this is from Ryan as well. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, Challenging the 1998 Pro Football Draft, which foods match their quarter counterparts in the draft. Draft number one was Peyton Manning. Number two was Ryan Leaf. Yeah. Clarification is needed. Which food have you tried that matched and exceeded your expectations versus which food had hotly expectations um, but fell well short of living up to its hype? I got you. So basically something that you were excited for and ended up not being yep. good. And then, you know, a bust versus a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you want a beach. Yeah. So for the bust, the AKA Ryan Leaf meal. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to say probably Thai food, just for me. Thai food? Yeah. Because I, 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 I haven't had it in a long time, but I thought I'd, I had it before, and I thought I was really yeah. good. It was, it was meh. It was okay. Yeah. I prefer, like, Chinese, traditional <laughs> Chinese food and stuff. Um, okay. And then for the, the Hall of Famer, uh, I got to go sushi. Because uh, I didn't like sushi at first, and then I and then I got acquainted with sushi, and man, it yeah, exceeded my expectations big time. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, comment on that, John. <laughs> <laughs> I know how much you hate sushi. I know. <laughs> you know, I, I've never eaten sushi, but but I know I won't like it. So um, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, I'm not sure about mine yet. After thinking about it more for tonight's podcast, I, I just got this question a few minutes ago, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll look back to you on that one. It's all good. Let's see. Oh, I'll well. Famously, in the movie Sandlot, Smalls takes a baseball to the eye, and his stepdad puts a thick cut of steak on his eye to help ice it. <laughs> what is your favorite food item to use as an ice bag? 
I would say a bag of frozen corn. Yeah, I'd go for, for some peas um, if they were around, but now I don't eat peas, so probably won't be around, but if there was one, I'd, I'd say frozen peas would be um, that one right there. All right. Now, since trivia, uh, three more things, then we'll let you go here. Um, actually, two more things, actually. This is from uh, my friend Sean. This is a trivia question. Was the first state to adopt a state cookie? What state adopted a state cookie? Was the first? Oh man, yeah. I said New York. I was wrong, so not New York. Um, first state. I'm gonna go on. A, I'm gonna go on a huge limb here because I have That's no idea. A good idea. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking of a state that I'd never really think about. That's how I'm going to look at this. Because if I go you're, for a common state, I doubt it's that. So I'm going to go for a state. You're on the right track here, I think. Yeah. Don't ever think about. And the state I'd never, ever, ever think about in my head is New Mexico. Oh, my God. That's just you my got, guess. You got it right. Oh, what? Yes. Oh, my gosh. New That's Mexico. Awesome. <laughs> in 1989, they took the Bisco. Bis- which is a buttery c- cinnamon uh, cookie, which is actually fantastic. Mm-hmm. And this one is from my friend Scott Lewis. Um, also, I have for you. Um, in Arizona, they have these things called Sonoran hot dogs, which are basically bacon wrapped hot dog. Yep. Also served with beans, onions, and tomatoes. And they're delicious. And she- absolutely. Minus <laughs> tomatoes. Um, And big sizes of are you happy with the advancements of um, advancements in hot dog culture to incorporate more flavors, or would you prefer to keep it simple with zero, one, or two condiments? Oh, go for the diversity of it. Because I mean, yeah, Sonoran hot dogs are amazing, man. I mean, that's just shows you that you can put a lot of things with a hot dog. You and can. It tastes great for the most part. Um, yeah. I do like it simple, but I also like the diversity of. Yeah, uh, my my answer is keep it simple. I'll, I'll have my hot dogs with mustard, relish, and onions, <coughs> and sauerkraut. That's it. Yeah, I can't do sauerkraut on a hot dog. I do like really? some relish, oh, but so so good. Okay. Um, all right, and in closing, um, do you have a food question to ask me to see what I think about something that you, you, you thought? Oh, about? I had something. And I totally forgot it. I had it the other day, and I just totally spaced what I was going to ask you. Mm. I was going to ask you on the fly. I wasn't going to do it for a pod. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let me think for a second. Let me give okay. you one. Okay. Okay. You, okay. Go ahead. I got one. Okay. Do you prefer top ramen in the package or cup noodles? Ramen for sure, hands down. Top ramen. Yeah. Same here. Just because you get more of the, of the noodles in top ramen because you have like a whole pack, a whole package of it. Mm-hmm. And cup is like just a small cup. You don't get a lot of it, and rice is not right good. So you know. Yeah, more flavorful. Yep. And my question to you, for my question to you, is actually actually is a trivia question again. Let me make you think here. Um, okay. Country. For the fries invented. What country? What you cut out? Oh, uh, what country were fries invented? Oh. Um... I think it's, I love fries. I would know this. 
It's not France for sure. I know. I'll give that much. It's not, it's not France. No, I definitely know it's not France. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be one of the uh, other countries. Uh, I think it's either gonna be somewhere like maybe. I'm down to either Germany, Norway, or Belgium right now. Okay, um, you're, you're, you're in the ballpark here, I think. Because I know it's got to be from them. Okay. Uh, so I went to Leavenworth and some damn meat fries. That's a, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go Belgium. Damn, you're good. Did I get Belgium it? Belgium is it? Yes. Oh, what sweet. That was yeah. a guess. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah, lucky day for me. Oh, and Belgium on, on the dot there. Let's go put some money in the food. casino now. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Go to the food, the food trivia casino. There you go. And you can uh, do well with your fortune. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, in closing here, um, what are your thoughts going into, I guess, the rest of the year? I, I guess, I guess um, into Gonzaga's next stretch i guess the games here coming up yeah so i think the next stretch is what they have like one more non-conference game alabama yeah yeah Yeah. north alabama that's right yep the mighty lions 2 p.m yeah they're actually 7-4 this year that's surprising but they're still gonna lose um yeah i think the rest of the stretch wcc is gonna be a little bit tougher this year i think yeah there's a few teams obviously that aren't gonna be that tough you know like yeah we're seeing like pacific probably not san diego maybe probably not Portland, yeah, they never do much. Like usual. <laughs> um, yeah, usual, yeah. Um, the teams I only worry about are probably San Fran. Um, they're going to give us games at least. San Francisco, um, Santa Clara might give us a few, uh, you know, <laughs> close ones in the first half. Um, okay. And, yeah, I don't know. That's probably about Loyal Marymount. I'm kind of on the fence with them because, I mean, they got, for how many transfers they got, they got hyped up pretty good and they're I not know, moving to it. Um, so maybe, but yeah, San Francisco is probably the only team I really truly worry about giving us a game, really. But that, that, that's one, one more, more than I have um, on my list, so none. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I gotta be realistic. I mean, San Francisco's, yeah, they played some, they haven't played obviously the schedule we've played, you know, right? No one has, but okay. yeah, yeah, but they've they've shown they're a pretty decent team. I'll give it to them. Well, did they lose to Grand Canyon? Grand Canyon? Grand Canyon's pretty good for mid-major. Well, he scored like 45 points in the win. Oh, it was a battle. It was a battle, man. Come on. It was a, a battle. battle of fucking teams, I think. Uh, well, Grand Canyon, you, you got to give Grand Canyon credit, man, because they've only been in the Division One for two years oh, or three years. Oh, yeah. And look what they've done. They've been in the NCAA tournament. They've, oh, yeah. They're doing good again this year. I mean, you just got to give it to them. It's more of an diamond on USF, I think, it's more, more than anything. Right. In my, in my opinion. Right. It's like, I, I hear people say, like, oh, we're going to get four teams in. It's like, ah. Uh, not so fast, my friend. Right. Um, I don't think that's gonna happen. I think we might get two or three at the most. I don't think we get four. That's that's ridiculous. I'm like, not, right. not gonna happen. Not yeah. going to happen. Sorry, guys. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Fran uh, Fraschilla or whoever you want to talk about or or whoever. But you guys in their power rankings of their Andy Cass, you yeah. you you clown. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, a fan of his power rankings right now. It's like, yeah. dude, he he, he has <laughs> GU at like five. They, they go from 10th to 5th. Kentucky goes from unranked to, to 10th. And he has, you still get number nine. And uh, I, I was, I'm just, I'm just like, what are you smoking? But Goodman's yeah. even worse. So, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Or was it Goodman or is another guy? I saw I had Gonzaga at like seven or something. I can't remember who oh, it was. I, don't know. I, I was like one. six or seven. I'm like, huh? what, what are you watching? 
Interesting stuff. It's all off a good banter, I guess, for talk show radio and and all that good stuff. I guess oh, yeah. talk, you know, all for the. I I think that maybe Andy might be a, might be a pandering clown. I don't know. I don't know, like, man. Like, uh, might be a troll. Might be. I don't know what his deal is. I used to like his insight, but yeah, lately it's just me been like, too. Dude, where are you at, bro? Like, what's going like, on? I, I love Seth left... Davis, man. He doesn't play oh. around. He trolls so hard. It's awesome. Yeah. People take it so seriously, too. It's like, <laughs> you're a lot... do you guys not sense the sarcasm of what he's saying? Yes. Seth is, <laughs> is the best in the country. Um, I love him, and uh, Jay Bill is the best. You know, yeah. Jay Bill keeps it real. Jay Bill is awesome. He, he calls, calls it as it is. And he always calls out the NCA on their bullshit, too. So. And everybody should, because they are full of shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sadly to say, the, uh, the commissioner of the NCA is former DW uh, AD Scott Woodward, unfortunately. Um, oh no. Yeah. So uh, I mean, so Mark Emmert, Mark Emmert, sorry, Mark Emmert. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he isn't really. The NCA has not done their part really all that much, and they make excuses for themselves all the time. Yeah, it's like when's enough going to be enough, and you got to do what's right for these universities and for the whole entire organization. Yeah, like yeah. The, like this whole um, they had like two, two two years ago, whatever it was, three years ago, they had like the whole the, the wire taps, all that stuff. Nothing yeah. really happened about it. It's like, oh, well, waste all LSU. Sean Miller got fired for like just for whatever, and like it's just like light, light, light taps on the wrist. It's like, it, it's, it is ridiculous. Well, yeah, the schools are self-imposing bans on themselves, and the NCAA is like, oh, that's good enough, whatever. We'll just be lazy and let them let it's that slide so, and just forget about so it. La- so lazy. The in NCAA, Arizona, same thing with Arizona. They're probably going to get a slap on the wrist, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. So, um, the NCAA doesn't do their own digging. They let people return to them, then they go, oh, okay, oh, we'll come here you know, and see how it goes, but they, they they don't do do their own diligence on the whole thing, you know. No, they don't. They have no they turn, internal. They turn they, they turn their eye until like it comes up in, in the news or something like that. It's like, oh, okay, just look at this. Yeah. Yeah. If I had it my way, if I was in charge of all that, I mean, the schools that did all that, they'd be having quite a few years of bans, you know, lose scholarships, and it wouldn't be good for them, you know, because it's you can't be doing that, you know. Yeah. It's highly illegal. I would give the the, the, the death penalty to one of those teams that recently had the whole thing, but you know, yeah, like NCAA really failed on Penn State. The whole, yeah, you know, Sandusky stuff. Mm-hmm. They should have got the death penalty on. That. I agree, hundred percent. They should not be around anymore playing football. That's just yep. the way I look at it. Exactly. All right. Well, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> of the politics, but <laughs> for coming on the podcast, have a good right. Christmas and have a great holiday with your family. You too, Oz. Merry Christmas, man. Right. You too. See ya. See ya.